This is Bustin' Loose Baseball with Grant and Danny. Interviews, analytics, and analysis on everything baseball in the nation's capital. Speaking of tips of the cap, that didn't make any sense. That was a terrible transition. Let's bring in our producer, Mr. Darius Tamron, who's got some fair or foul for us here this afternoon. Danny, how are you, my good friend? I'm good, buddy. Good, good. Well, I got some fair foul questions for you. Are you ready? Let's do it together. I said it again. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> still am. All right, here we go. So, question number one, Luis Garcia, all he's done since he's been up here is hit 300. But I feel like he's misplaced in the lineup. Fair or foul, Danny, Luis Garcia is best suited for the two spot right ahead of Juan Soto batting third. Well, it's a great question. I in this lineup right now, for a team that's not going to win that many games, I'm going to say fair, and here's why. I want as much Luis Garcia as I can get. With all due respect to Lane Thomas or Cesar Hernandez or anybody else, the most exciting thing going on with this team right now is Garcia putting bat to ball. Again, look at, uh, we're recording this on Thursday, look at last night, just absolutely tattooed a ball uh, that ended up being the game-winning base hit. I thought it was gone. Team. I thought it so, too. Smoked. Was he absolutely, he just maybe hit it too hard, if that's the thing. Um... <laughs> He needs experience. He needs to be in a marquee role where he has to ha- improve his plate discipline. Right, right now, hitting at the bottom of the order, or you know, sometimes he's been up. I think as high as fifth or sixth. I mean, it's it's been a, a you know throw darts at the board at times for Davey. But for somebody in his position, he needs to be pitched around at times. He needs to improve his strike zone discipline because right now there's kind of a contract that's going on. He's at the bottom of the order. He's just going to get pitches to hit. And the and pitchers are just trying to get through as many pitches and as many innings as possible. If he's in a more marquee spot where guys have to bear down, maybe you know throw more stuff that starts a strike but moves off the plate, he's got one walk at this stage. That's unbelievable through 129 at bats, and he I can't I can barely remember some three ball counts. He doesn't give the pitcher a chance to walk him at this point. His bat to ball skills are ridiculous. He is a Major League hitter right now this minute. The next evolution in his game. I'm not saying he's got to be Juan Soto and lead the league in walks, but some. You know, like occasionally he's going to need some. And I think to me, putting him in a more important spot of the order, whether that's two, whether that's three behind Soto, whether that's five, whatever you want to do with him, I want more influential marquee at bats for Luis Garcia to help his experience. Because with all due respect to those other guys, his development more important to me than, than Cesar Hernandez doing anything. I couldn't agree more. If uh, looking at baseball reference, looking at his page here, he is one of uh, very many Luis Garcia's in the league right now. But I found the correct one. In his uh, last 356 plate appearances, he only has 10 total walks. So, yeah, he does need more opportunities to get walks. And I think putting him in the two spot will get him that. All right, let's uh, go back to Josiah Gray here for question number two. You were just speaking him up a little bit here earlier on the podcast. Uh, We got a tweet here by our buddy Matt Wayrick of NBC Sports Washington. He said, Josiah Gray is on pace to be the first qualified pitcher in Nationals history, age 24 or younger, to have a K by 9 over 10 and a walk by 9 under 4. Fair or foul, Danny? Is Josiah Gray your 2023 opening day starter? Oh. Oh. I thought you go, does he end up with those ratios? (laughs) Look at that. Uh, I'm going to say it's fair. I'm going to say it's fair. And the hope, if you're a Nationals fan, and if you're, if, you're, if you're me or anybody else listening to this podcast, you would say that that's foul. Because with all due respect to Josiah Gray, you want them to go out and spend. You want them to go out and get somebody. 
whether that's, you know, Kate Cavalli blossoms, I mean, that'd be amazing, or Patrick Corbin has continues this renaissance he's had his last couple starts. You hope that there's a better candidate than the young stud who's here and, and he's been really, really damn impressive. We were just talking about that and those ratios. I didn't actually have those in front of me. That's outstanding. You hope that they end up with someone else, but my bet is they're not going to spend next offseason or th- this coming offseason on somebody that will be a marquee pitcher. And a marquee pitcher may not want to do the Nationals dance. He may, you may not be able to find a guy that's a free agent, that's a high-priced guy, that could be an opening day starter caliber dude that's going to want to do what Jason Worth did, which is help transform an organization that was kind of considered and also ran into a legit contender that was bona fide. So my guess is he ends up being your opening day starter in 2023. Good question by you. Absolutely. Question number three, we're going to go to Nelson Cruz. It's it's not been the greatest season for Nelson Cruz. He has put up some RBI numbers here and there, but the power numbers are just abysmal compared to what he's done in his career so far. Fair or foul, Danny, Nelson Cruz's power outage results in him staying with the team through the rest of the 2022 season. I'm still going to say it's foul, but it's not going to get the return that we want, and that's what I'm pretty upset by. Uh, just sort of looking at it again. This is this is a dude that has a track record. the The home runs are not fluky. This is a guy with you know five hundred homer caliber power over the course of his career. And I think he may have hit a wall going back to the second half of last season. The power numbers simply weren't there. And this year, he just has not hit for power. He got off to that miserable start, uh, hitting a buck fifty five through April and March, the first five six weeks of the season. And since then, he's been putting bat to ball, taking his base hits. That's all fine and dandy. I, I don't care about that. I, I need the ball to go over the fence. I need And I need somebody, whether that's an opposing scout or somebody else, to say, it's still in there. He's just doing this one little mechanical thing that's leading to a bunch of ground ball contact. Or, or that's why this ratio is out of whack. The ball needs to be in the air, and he needs to hit it over the fence, and he needs to get hot now. Because that trade deadline is sprinting towards us here like a, like a high-speed train down the track. Yeah, if you don't count the 2020 season, which, of course, was shortened, uh, Nelson Cruz hasn't hit less than 30 home runs since 2013, where he hit 27. And right now, he only has eight. That's not a great pace, I would say. Question number four. We've been playing a lot of division games lately. We've got a few more coming up in the next couple of weeks. Listen to these records here, Danny. Mm. 1-12 versus Miami so far this season. And it feels worse than that. It feels worse than that. Yes, it does. 2-8 and eight versus the Mets. 2-4 and four versus Atlanta. 2-5 and five versus Philly. Fair or foul, Danny, Nats will finish with a worse record versus Miami than they will versus the other NL East teams. Fair. It's fair. Every, it, this is one of those weird things. This happens in baseball. They got, they got off to a great start, by the way, going 1-12 and 12 against them. <laughs> if they win the rest of their games against them, they'll still end up with a, with a pretty poor record. And, and, you know, you give yourself still a shot just by going off, getting off to that start. But there's always this – is a, this is a weird thing in baseball. It happens in football, too. You know, us on the outside – Watching other cities play may not be privy to it, but there was a time where I just trying to think of an example where no matter what, the Dodgers just couldn't beat the Giants. And it just drove them crazy. That seems ancient history now. But that was just a thing. It was like no matter what happened, it was they'd always pull one. And you think of the, the Nationals going to New York and playing the Mets. There was a there was a time where it just didn't matter who was on the bump. It didn't matter who was there. They were going to beat the Mets in New York, despite the fact that the Mets are pretty good, just no matter what. It's one of those things. Right now, it's happening. It's not just Sandy Alcantara who should be the open, who should be the National League starter in the All Star game. By the way, with He's all due respect phenomenal. to Tony Gonsolin, he's unbelievable. It's not just facing him. There's a dude I think it's Trevor Rogers 
who doesn't have any other positive stats at any point in time, except in his like three starts against the Nationals where he's 3-0 with like a 1-5. I, I, those numbers are arbitrary. I made up the ERA stuff. But he shoved it on them. He can't pitch against anybody else. This is just one of those things. It's happening. Just let it happen. The Marlins are going to be, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to predict, 16-3 and against the Nationals this year. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I hate to, hate to hear that. Um, all right, and then the final one. We'll do this one. A little bit of fun on this one. Next homestand is Star Wars Day. There's a Star Wars Day on July 16th at Nationals Park. That's correct. I'm going to show you a picture here, Danny, and then I'm going to ask you fair or foul. The Juan Solo bobblehead is the best bobblehead in Nationals history. That's fair, and it's not close. <laughs> um, the Sean Doolittle, Obi-Wan Sean. Oh, uh, Obi-Wan Sean one. Kenobi was really, really good. This one's outstanding. This is um, 100% Han Solo. Holster, blaster, vest, uh, and then obviously it's it's Soto, except it's Juan Solo. It looks perfect, <laughs> quite frankly. I'm going to need seven. Yeah. Who, I, who, I don't, who do we talk to? Well, I don't ask for favors over there, right? I like I've I've got I try my best just be a good dude that doesn't like over rely on people, doesn't do last minute stuff. I try to never call in favors. I now would like to call in a favor. I need I need one of those in every room in my house, please. I need so my son's going to want to take one. My youngest son's going to take one. I'll probably break one. I need one for display. One for keepsake that's going to stay in the package, and then like three other backups. I need so many of those. Now, I need to clarify. Uh Are your sons going to want it because it's Juan Soto, or your sons going to want it because they're Star Wars guys because their dad has made them Star Wars guys? Great question by you. One just likes bobbleheads. Okay. The youngest will want it because the oldest has it. Very fair. And he won't even want his own. He'll want what... (laughs) His brother has. So then we'll probably have to do a switcheroo. There'll be tears. It'll get smashed and broken. Again, that's why I need so many. I need so many of those things. That's awesome. And that is fair or foul on this week in Bustin' Loose Baseball. Good fair or foul by you. Uh, Now it is time. We do this. We try to do this every Thursday. Sometimes you guys don't write nice things to us. but And that's fine. You don't have to. We just like you to. So we are... um, What am I trying to say? We have a very low threshold here. We're we're very loose morally. We can be bought. Is what I'm saying. We we don't have a lot of integrity. If you review the show and say something nice, we'll shout you out on the show, right? So it's a thing that everybody wins. We feel good about ourselves, like we're not just in a room that's a little too hot talking about nothing to nobody. We'll actually feel validated. You can hear your name or your username read on the air. It's a nice thing for everyone involved. So Odyssey app, Spotify, Apple Pods, wherever you get them, leave Nice reviews, and we will shout you out. So, Darius, tell me, please, do we have one this week? Danny, last week we shamed the folks. We, we shamed the listeners of Bustle Loose Baseball. A little bit. Danny, they turned out. They turned out in droves. So I'm talking about. They turned out in droves. Yeah. Shout out to the folks that listen to Bustle Loose Baseball. What's up, folks? Uh, I got a couple of. I got a couple of reviews here. We'll save some for next week, but I got a couple I'll read here. Uh, this one here is from Gary Busey, twenty four. Gary Busey, listening to the podcast. Hey, Gary Busey, I like. I like. I like stars. I like them when they're in my breakfast cereal. I like uh, if I had a pig, he could fly inside my eye space, and I would use it to be part of my own consciousness. I did not know you had that in here. Sneaky your... Gary Busey. Wow. Sneaky that Gary was spectacular. Busey. By the way, that's not 90s Gary Busey, who's like, Utah, best meatball subs in town, around the corner, give me two. That guy from Point Break. That's different than current Gary Busey, who's basically inside of his own uh, studio recording with no light zone. <laughs> Got it. Uh, you just say stuff and trail <laughs> off. It's the best. Exactly. Shoelaces. 
Gary Busey 24 says, uh, titles the, the review, Great Nats Content. He says, I've been a Grant Danny listener for years as mm. a Nova native. They are entertaining, knowledgeable, and have great chemistry that keeps me plugged into DC sports even after I've moved out of the area. The minor league interviews are fantastic as it's always cool to get to know the guys that we hear about before they make it to the big TV screen. So thank you, Gary Busey 24. We Gary Busey you. 24. We appreciate you. The first 23 were taken. You took the 24th <laughs> one. Bless you, sir. Yep. And then I got, a, I got another one here. Uh, this one is from M.A. Jax 4. Uh, he titles the review Best Podcast on Odyssey. Whoa. So, huge Grant and Danny fan from my time. Ooh, ooh, this is a long one. Whoops. <laughs> well, well, I'll get through part of this. It's like one. an Ed Hockley type <laughs> review explanation. Go for it. Huge G&D fan from my time in Northern Virginia, now residing in Texas. Oh, look at that. Shout out, shout out all the way from Texas. Hey, hey. This is the best listening experience, keeping me in engaged in my love of baseball and all things nationals. Bringing the lower level farm system interviews and personalities tremendously helps with great hope for the future. GD's ability to break down the stats and happenings of the overall 162 plus the farm system is the best double play of information. Digestible while I drive for work and, and, and available at my convenience. Can't rave enough about how well these two work together with their on-the-air chemistry and relate baseball information to the uneducated fan like myself. I can't wait for the next episode and encourage everyone to schedule an appointment for this bi-weekly, yes, twice a week, Danny, is bi-weekly. Mm, thank you. I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, as this pod comes out, keep up the great work. Virginia's doing great. Hashtag winning on and off the field. Look at Major Jackson Briggs. Look That's a Mortal that. Kombat reference. He was uh, a contemporary of Sonya Blade oh, in Mortal Kombat. So Jax has the, the mechanical arms. Absolutely. And his finishing move, the best one, he could do the clap. <laughs> the clap is well, very violent. Now, when we say the clap, it's not the thing you guys are thinking oh, about. Oh, no, 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 no. It's, it's the Major Jackson Briggs finishing move. Finish him. And he does the clap, and then your head explodes. So I'm sure you can do that. I appreciate the reviews. Nice stuff. Good re- Very, very when nice. We, when we embarrass ourselves... And prostrate ourselves before you, begging for approval. You guys delivered. So thank you very much. And thank you as well for checking out this podcast. For Darius, for GP, who will be back with us. Uh, it will be full, be full bore next week. I am Danny Ruye. Remember, be like MJax, be like Gary Busey, and have chemistry inside your own teeth. Feel the flow. Listen to us. Odyssey app, Spotify, Apple Pods, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. And let us know at Greenwich Paulson, at Funny Danny, things that you guys would like to hear on future episodes of Bust and Loose Baseball. For this episode of Bust and Loose Baseball, we are out of here. Until next time, enjoy Nationals Baseball.